On this episode of We Are Horrify, we're discussing 1995-7. Hey, what's in the box? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It feels like it's been forever, Em. I know, Cam. What a <laughs> what a time. I'm horror podcasting's ultimate numero, numero uno bad boy, Cam. And I'm Emily. That's it? I don't think I've ever had a, a tagline. Not all of us need all that pomp and circumstance. Okay. That's my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> This is not that graduation yeah. song. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're back after uh, a much-needed break. We had a little chaos going on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're back with Seven. Ooh. Brad Pitt looking foine. Yeah, this is the era of Brad Pitt I like. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's an era I don't like. But, like, when he's, like, uh, I'm not a big, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith fan. Oh, I never saw that movie. Me neither, but... I actually was just watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Yeah, you were watching that when I came home yesterday. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, he he's a, he's a snack in that one. Yeah, too. I want to kiss him. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Em, how's it feel to be back? Oh, great. Yeah, we had the dust off the microphones, blow off the cobwebs. Yeah. How do you feel about being back? Um, I'm actually really happy to be back. I love it. That that was a weird noise. That was my Gatorade Zero. Oh, did you water it down like you normally do? Sure did. (laughs) Emily can't drink regular Gatorade because, to quote her, it's too spicy. No, it's too tart. (laughs) I water it down and then I get like four Gatorades out of one bottle. Yeah. Um, So, Em, this is exciting because we're two episodes. This this and the next one are two episodes away from our 100th episode. Yes, this is the 98th episode. 100th scheduled episode, I should say. We definitely have done 100 episodes, but scheduled, nay. Yes. It's pretty exciting. Um, I plan on leaving after the 100th episode. And and what? I'm just going to create... A cyborg Emily online and make her like use your just random clips of you saying random words to make it fit. Yeah, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. (laughs) I think you could do it if you really put your mind to it. Yeah, I think so. And I would just like to get ahead of it. We have one snoring dog and one whining dog. So yes, we recently we recently deal with it. We recently found out Sophie's not doing too well. Yeah, she has um, dementia. Yeah, so freaking deal with it, guys. Yeah. Um, we're not going to tell a dement- demented dog to be quiet. And Livy is just straight Passed living out. her life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you want to get into it, or do you have anything you want to say? <sighs> you plumb out of ideas? I am. I mean, this was uh, my pick. Yeah, so. this was supposed to come out in... Let's just, yeah, this and the next episode were supposed to come out in January during Emily's birthday month. So these are her picks from that month. And, uh, you know. Like, so suck on it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just just 
Go ahead and suck it. Emily invited all of you to suck it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do you want, ready to get into it then? Let's get back into the swing of things, they Quit say. Quit bossing me around. Um, this is Seven. Yeah. From the year of our Lord, 1995. Nice. Directed by David Fincher. Mm-hmm. You might know him from uh, Fight Club. Yeah. And I think he did Alien 3. He's done a lot more than just those two movies. Yeah, I'm saying that like those are his pops. Really? You're going to say Alien 3 is one of Dave, David's... Oh, Finn's- no, he didn't do that. I think he did Alien... I don't know which Alien he did. Uh, how about uh, Gone Girl? Didn't see it. Uh, I know, but it's a popular movie. Zodiac. Oh, Zodiac's a good movie. Social Network. Eh. Curious Kate to Benjamin Button. Panic Room. Jodie Foster. Alien 3. Yeah. Okay, well... Oh, Panic Room's a pretty good movie. I like that movie. Jodie Foster. Young Kristen Stewart. Oh, Yeah. Jared Leto with cornrows. Uh, okay. Um, so it was... Oh, I hate Jared Leto. Yeah, he's a douche. Um, it was written by Andrew Kevin Walker, mm-hmm. and it stars Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. Now, and that's it. Yes. I want to say off the top of the top of the thing that it does have Kevin Spacey in it, and everyone knows that he is a monster. Yes. Um, but... He's only in it for a little bit, and he plays a bad guy, so I, it's okay to me. Yeah. Um, so, Emily, Can't. Let's, let's, let's hear that synopsis. Okay. Two detectives, a rookie and a veteran, hunt a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as his motives. Okay. Nice That's and succinct. succinct. Um, so, one thing I want to note about this movie is it is mm. raining constantly. Yes. Um, and you said there's a reason for that? Yeah, I, hold on. I had it up and then I, and then I clicked away from it. Um. It it was definitely a director's decision. And also, it's supposed to be like any city USA, really. Yes. It's not supposed to be like a uh, distinct city. Um, so apparently because it added a sense of dread about the city. Right. And then they wouldn't have to worry about bad weather because they could just use rain machines Mm -hmm. because they had a short length of time that they had, uh, Brad Pitt. So to keep the continuity. Yeah. Was he, what was he doing besides that? Um, I don't know. I can look it up. Cause this is after interview with the vampire. Well, I don't know. You never know what the, like, that's true. Give a give a person a minute. Okay, he's got a long IMDb, so it's taking some scrolling. That's Internet Movie Database for the, the young kids. Uh, actor. Uh, well, while you're doing that, hold let's, on. Oh my god, Twelve Monkeys. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, With Bruce Willis, I believe. I uh, I guess I don't know. I've never seen it. All right. So how does this movie start out? He was also in Legends of the Fall around the same time. Ah, yes. Um, okay, so uh, we see Morgan Freeman in the kitchen with a chessboard. Um, I don't know why I said that like it's a game of Clue. <laughs> um, and, and we see him kind of getting ready for his day. He's got a metronome by his bed. He's getting his tie on. Well, the metronome, I think, is for the chess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just saying. I wrote this down. Oh, okay. He's got his tie on and suspenders. We see him get a little knife that he, like, sticks in his ankle mm-hmm. sock area. Not, like, in his ankle, but, like, for safekeeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he puts a pen in his pocket. And he arrives 
at a crime scene and we see um a man dead on the floor yes and he's told neighbors heard two people screaming and it's a a a crime of passion aren't they all yeah and uh, <laughs> it was a crime of passion, Jerry. Remember Uncle Leo? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he asks if the kid uh, that lives in the apartment saw what happened. And there's this other cop, like this uniform cop. Mm-hmm. And he goes, we're all going to be gl- real glad when you get when we get rid of you, Somerset. Who asks those kinds of questions? His wife killed him. It's got nothing to do with it. And it's like, um, I feel like that's a really basic police work question like yeah hey were there any other witnesses to this crime yeah asking if the kid saw it is not that weird of a question no he's basically asking normal questions this, yeah this beat cop i guess actually no i i think it was another detective oh, now that it? i'm thinking okay. about it but i don't know it was another white man and he sucks yeah i think they're just kind of dogging him because it's his last and he's a peculiar kind of guy yes. so um Plus, don't fucking get on Morgan Freeman's bad side. Yeah. Um, so then we see Brad Pitt show up. He's new in town. And mm. his name is Detective Mills. And they go outside. And Detective Somerset is like, why would you transfer to this precinct? And they have a real weird, like, push and pull. Well, they won't they? No. <laughs> they have a real weird, like, push and pull. Yeah, Somerset treats him like he's... A rookie. A rookie. And Somerset tells him over the next seven days, all he wants Mills to do is look and listen. Yeah. And Mills is like, hey, I worked in homicide for five years. I can do stuff. And Mills, or Somerset says, I don't care, dog. Yeah. Um, And then we see him in bed later that night. And that's when he turns on the metronome. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of noise outside Maybe the metronome is helping him sleep? I think so. And then we get the title cards. Seven. Okay, I think we uh, have Sophie calm down a little bit. I apologize if you heard some crying in the background. I don't. Oh, Emily doesn't care. Um, <laughs> so Mills is waking up and... Oh, sorry, we get the title card Monday. Uh, oh, I said it said seven. Well, it does. No, we get the title card. And then the card. Yeah, then yeah, a, a, I gotcha. A subtitle card. Yeah. So throughout this movie, you're going to see title cards. We see title cards t- saying what day it is. Yeah, because it's seven days of the week. Yes. Um, so, uh, it's Monday, and Mills wakes up, and his wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, stays in bed. Do we like Gwyneth Paltrow? No. Okay, I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. Just, like, all her, like, bullshit, like, wellness stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't like Selling her. Selling a jade egg to stick up your vagina for $400 I didn't like her to begin with, so I yeah. didn't know where you stood, so I was gonna say if I liked her or not based on you, because I don't yeah. form opinions. Mm, I know. Um... <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, uh, so he gets a call and he uh-huh. has to go and he meets uh, Somerset in the rain um, and they go to this basically like a shack, like a shanty. Yeah. Um, and this is anywhere. Do we say this was anywhere USA? Well, we mentioned like, it in the beginning that because because uh, the director wanted to be any. Like, yeah, any town. It, it's a it's a it's an <gasps> urban it's an urban scenario yeah uh where our urban situation but this is like what i imagine probably on like the outskirts or in a real podunk part of town it's unclear um but it's a shanty and we see buggies all over the floor and they're horse and buggies no bugs they knew what i meant (laughs) 
Um, so there's a very, uh, very fat man collapsed at the kitchen table with yes. his face in a plate of spaghetti. Spaghettios, it looks like. Um, I think it is spaghettios. Is it? I think there's like cans around. I think. Um, Mills is like, I don't know why we're here. This looks like natural causes, and he is bebopping and scatting all over this damn yeah. shanty. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. You like spaghettios? Have you ever eaten them cold? Ew, no. I. So, where I work. There's a guy, uh, he doesn't work for us, but he's one of the contract people. He eats cold SpaghettiOs when he's on the road. Dog SpaghettiOs, I like them. They give me diarrhea because there is milk in them. Um, So, good luck to that man. Godspeed. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. That's grody. Although, I do feel like it's a power move whenever somebody just can totally chilly eat something straight out of a can. Like beans. I, I used to eat peaches out of a can. Peaches are different. Like, you're supposed to eat them cold. Okay, you're right. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> if you eat cold, uh, what is it? Spaghetti. SpaghettiOs. You are a psychopath. I disagree. I'm just, yeah, I'm just Do kidding. Do you? <laughs> no. <I'm> just... <laughs> um, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be my choice of food. Like, if I knew I, like, I had to drive for a living, that wouldn't be my go-to choice, mm-hmm. But if he was in a real bind, I guess. I'm more of a Chef Boyardee little raviolis guy. The ugh. meat ones. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I hate <laughs> raviolis. Raviolis in a can? Ugh. Anyway, no shade if you like them. So, like I said, uh, Mills is like, this was definitely natural causes, but then Somerset notices that the man's feet or his ankles are bound. Yes. And so, obviously, nobody would... And his hands. Well, he had just noticed his oh, ankles, okay. and um, Mills is trying to tell Somerset about a similar case he had, and Somerset is like, just shut up! <laughs> um, and <laughs> Mills finds a bucket with vomit in it under the table. Yeah. Um, the coroner gets there and tells them that the forensics is here, and Somerset asks Mills to go and, like, talk to the neighbors and send in forensics, like, doing beat cop stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so they leave and they're in the car and Somerset is driving and Mills is like, look, you've seen my files and you've seen what I've done. And Somerset is like, nah, dog, I haven't. And Mills is like, well, look, I'm a detective. I don't need to do door duty. Um, and they kind of don't really come to a conclusion, but they get to the corners where the dead man is um and the coroner's like yeah he's been dead a long time um and it's not from poison which was what they were thinking maybe he was poisoned and but he was he ate until he was internally hemorrhaging yeah Um, his stomach burst and the somerset asked about the bruises on the man's head and the coroner determined the coroner and somerset determine it's from a gun being pressed to his head and the coroner's like this could have gone on for 12 hours you know someone making him eat until he passed out and then the killer kicked him until he his stomach burst um what that's awful that's an awful way to go yeah have you ever eaten until you passed out no me neither um i mean like i think i feel like i could because i'm such a such a fiend. <laughs> well, I, I I mean, there's certainly, like, I've certainly eaten more than I should. Yeah. Uh, but this is, like, this is, like, past binge eating. Oh, this yeah. Is, this guy obviously couldn't have done it, it without himself. The, yeah, yeah, without the gun to his without head. Without the fear of God. Yeah. 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 So, 
they go back to the cat they go back to their precinct fuzz why do you find the one piece of paper to step on very rude you're um, fired fuzz you're not our <laughs> producer anymore yeah good luck finding another job you don't do anything <laughs> um they go to the captain's office and the captain's like you know i don't really think this is as intentional of a crime as you think it is to somerset and somerset points out that the killer left this guy in the middle of the torture to get more food yeah um and he's like can i be reassigned i don't want this to be my last case and this is somerset talking yes yeah. sorry and the captain says this won't be the first time you left something unfinished Ooh. yeah and then somerset's like i don't think this should be detective mills's first case either and the captain's like there's no one else to do this case, so you're doing it, but I will reassign Detective Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the movie's over. Yep. But it's like, <laughs> wait, is there no one else? Because there's Detective Mills. Like, But I think it's because Mills is new to the precinct. I know, but I'm, I don't know. This captain kind of sucks. So now it's Tuesday. Good day. Um, I've always liked Tuesdays. Tuesday doesn't really have a feel. Oh. Well, that was from Seinfeld. Oh, I thought so. But <laughs> um, I do like Tuesdays. Tuesdays is when one of our favorite podcasts drops their new episodes. Yes. <laughs> um, but I do like Tuesdays. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to look at me with those big eyes telling me you love Tuesdays. Christ. Do you like Tuesdays? <laughs> Tuesdays okay. What's your favorite day of the week? My favorite day is Friday, baby. It's the freaking weekend. Not Saturday? No. Saturday makes me sad because I only have one free day after that until I have to go back to work. Friday is the longest period. Friday afternoon is the longest period you have until you have to go back to work. I've never liked Wednesday. <sighs> this is It's a tough word to spell. This is an off the mic conversation because <laughs> I'm sure people do not care about Send me send me, <laughs> Emily, your thoughts on days of the week because I'm interested to know. I'll tell you what I, know day some... I hate. I know some people like Wednesday because it's the halfway point. But they call that hump day. We do a lot of humping. Um, I do know that Sunday is my least favorite. Sunday night is my least favorite time of the week. Because you have to spend it with me? No, it's because I have to go to work the next day, you putz. You're a putz. <laughs> Anyways. <Fucking> goof. <laughs> so it's Tuesday and we're by a, we're by a new newsstand. Oh, that was hard to say. Yeah, good and- job. And there's a headline that says, damn it. Oh, no. Defense attorney found (laughs) murdered. And we see um, Mills is there. And and there's a lot of press outside Mm -hmm. this, like, corporate office uh, where the... It's like an office suite. Yeah. Um, And Mills kind of dodges the press. And he gets into the crime scene. And it's a man named Eli Gould, and he was found murdered in his office. Yes. Um, and Mil- oh, we didn't mention hmm. the at the scene of the crime stuff's written on the ground. Oh yeah. Cause, cause seven has to do with seven deadly sins. Yeah, we well, didn't mention that. Sorry, I guess I didn't. The put first it down. one. Gluttony. Gluttony. Was that the first one? Gluttony was the first one. Yeah. Then this one. Well, I don't think they found that. They figured that out. Yet. Oh, it's written in the, this one. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, no, see, we're going to find that in a yeah, minute. okay. <sighs> okay. I'm just way ahead because I'm so smart. And I watched the movie. Yeah, I didn't. 
Oh, really? Why are you talking about it then? You guys can't see it or hear it, but I'm giving Cam the finger. Yeah, it's um, really uncalled for. So Mills is a real kind of dick, <sighs> and, and he kind of sends the forensic team to get him coffee, and he sits in the, the lawyer guy's chair. Yeah. Um, and it's like, this is a crime scene, bruh. Have some respect. Yeah. Um, and he notices that in blood, greed yes. is written on the floor, and there is... Base, like the killer put almost like a pair of glasses on the wife's picture on the lawyer's desk. He does like two rings of blood around her eyes. Yeah. Um, so back at the precinct, the captain comes and tells Somerset about what happened to the lawyer. And uh, he's like, you know, you can't really leave. Like, we need you for this. And Somerset's yeah. like, nah. <laughs> Um, and then the captain leaves a bag with, uh, an evidence bag and says these pieces of plastic were found and the dead man's stomach were fed to him. Yeah. The, the guy from before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Somerset goes back to the crime scene and he is trying to figure out what these pieces of plastic are and they match up to shavings from the floor Mm -hmm. and he moves the fridge and he finds gluttony written on the wall. Yes. And a piece of paper nailed to the wall uh, with something written on it. Um, So he goes back to the precinct and he shows the captain what he found. And he's like, he connects his case and Mill's case to the the seven deadly sins. Yes. Um, He's like, look, there's going to be five more murders and I can't be involved in all this. Um, And Mills is like, I'm all over this. Count me in. I love Brad Pitt in this movie. Yeah. Because he's such a jerk, but also Somerset is a jerk. Yeah, they're both jerks in different ways. But, like, Um, they, they're, they're, like, their chemistry is really good in this movie. Yeah, and, like, Somerset is a jerk because he's, like, he's hardened, he's clearly lonely, like, he's, he's seen a lot of stuff, and Mills is just that, like, over-eager. Well, I think. Kind of egotistical. Well, he's kind of, he's arrogant. He wants to prove himself, but he's obviously really passionate about his work. That kind of stuff. But later on, you kind of feel like Somerset sees a lot of himself in Mills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Somerset goes to the library and it's like after hours, but the security guards all know him and they try to get him to play some cards, but he, he says no. Um... And not a damn microfiche in this movie. <laughs> no, that is a bummer. <laughs> so he's kind of checking out books and writing down titles um, for Mills to study yeah. regarding the seven deadly sins. Um, so now it says Wednesday and Mills. Now gets- this day <laughs> is some people's favorite day. <laughs> Wednesday. That's how I say it. My Wednesday. Yeah. Wed- Wednesday is how I say it. It's like it. February. Yeah. Um, or restaurant. Resta- restaurant. Um, we should just do a podcast about spelling. Hey, I'm down if you're down. Yeah. Um, so Mills gets into his car. It's raining, by the way. Still. <laughs> and he's reading a book, uh, and he goes, fucking Dante, and he throws the Oh, he's, book. yeah, he's reading Dante's Inferno. Um, and does he say the F-bomb? Yes. Yeah. We get the F-bomb dropped here, which brings it down in my, uh, letterbox yeah. rating. Stop saying that word. Mm-hmm. So a beat cop knocks on his window and he hands him something in a paper bag. 
And it's the Cliff Notes version, Cliff Notes <laughs> yeah. of the books that Somerset told him to read, which is a very n- funny have little you, bit. Have you ever read Cliff Notes? I've never even looked at Cliff Notes before. I just never did the no. homework. <laughs> no, I read the books. Yeah, I'd never. I didn't know Cliff Notes were really a thing. They probably weren't in 1795 when you went to school. God damn. Because you're old. Damn, dude. Gotcha. Fucking cut me deep. Yeah. So, um, Mills walks into his new office, which is Somerset's old office. <laughs> They're just sharing <laughs> They're just sharing now. this office for the next couple of days. Somerset kind of, like, moves out of the primary position, but they're... Into a side desk. Yeah. So, he's, um, like, he's like, adjacent to him, and Mills is kind of just, like, sitting at his old desk. Yeah. So, Mills' wife calls... I feel like this could have been a buddy comedy. It could if have it didn't been. go... If it wasn't as dark, it could have been, like, Mills and Somerset are on the beat. Yeah. So, Mills' wife calls, and he calls her a dingleberry, which I find very, very endearing. But then he's also like, don't call me while I'm at work, which is rude. Dingleberry is such a good word. It is a good word. <laughs> except when one of our dogs has a dingleberry. Uh. <laughs> Talking about you, Livy. You're asleep, but we know. <laughs> Um, so she asks to speak to Somerset, and she invites him over for dinner, yes. and Mills didn't know she was going to do this. Okay, um, so I am friends with people I work with, but if okay. you just in- invite- no, if you invited someone behind my back- Oh, I wouldn't invite your yeah. the people you work with over for dinner. <laughs> I don't invite anyone over for dinner. That's true. I cook for two. Me and you, baby. Yeah. So they get to um, Mills's apartment, and Mills's wife is named Tracy. And again, this is Gwyneth Paltrow. I wish it was Tracy Chapman. Oh, give me one reason to stay. She was pretty popular, and I'll turn right back around. In '95. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fun fact: I never heard "fast car" until last five or ten years. It was like two years ago. And I introduced you to it. You friggin' dork. Um, I don't know what you were doing in the 90s, but I know what I was. Listening to Ch- Tracy Chapman, Joan Osborne, and all the ladies of Lilith Fair. There you go. So, Tracy makes Mills and Somerset introduce themselves by their first names, David and William. Wait, which one's which? David Mills and William oh, okay. Somerset. Um and we find out that Mills and his wife are high school sweethearts. Um, and Somerset, when he takes off his jacket, he's got one of those gun holsters that goes around like your whole shoulders. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not one that just sits on your hip. Yeah. Uh, and she kind of balks at it. And she's like, I'm sorry, I still can't get used to guns. And it's like, okay, on one hand, I get it. But on another hand... Hasn't your husband been a cop for a really long time? I don't time? think he brings the gun out near her. Like, I don't think she ever sees the gun. All right. It might be one of those things where he takes it off when he comes home and kind of, like, puts it away. So, Tracy asked Somerset why he's not married. And he's like, I was close once, but anyone who finds who spends a significant amount of time with me finds me to be disagreeable. So, he just smashes and passes. Yeah. Pretty sure that's exactly what he was saying. <laughs> Um, is that a thing? Smash and pass, I guess. Uh, it's smash or pass. So, like, that's... Oh. A, well, like, he smashes and passes. Okay. <laughs> passes away? Like, where are you going with that? Well, passes go- out? Going. I'm going places. Um. So, Somerset <laughs> asks how they're liking the city. 
And they're like, oh, we're settling in. But then the subway goes by and it literally shakes their entire apartment. Yeah. And they all burst into giggles because, <laughs> you know, that sucks. Well, it's funny because we live right across the street from a train track and it does not shake our house. Well, it's not. It, there's a difference between across the street and right next to. Or they're on top. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You're right. Um, so, Mills and Somerset sit down. So this isn't a city. <laughs> oh so, Mills and Somerset sit down to talk about the Gould case. And we find out that there was a pound of flesh cut off of his body and put on a scale. And that's in reference to? The Merchant of Venice. Yeah. Um, and apparently, the killer made Gould cut the pound off himself. Ooh. And That's like in that one scene in Saw. You've never seen Saw. I've seen Saw. You have? We go over this all the time. Yes, I've seen Saw. But I'm talking about one of the sequels. No, I have a life. Damn, dude. <laughs> I've seen some of them, but I don't remember any of They're them. They're not good. Um, I just, like, get a life guy. Guy doing the killings. What's his name? Jigsaw. Ugh. Boring. What's his real name? Andrew? Hey, there's some Andrews that listen to this, I know, I'm I just, sure. I was just thinking of a generic guy's name. Uh, I forget his name. Brad. It's uh, John Kramer. John. Anyway, so Somerset says the killer is preaching, but and Mills thinks he's punishing. Um, what and, do you think? Well, Somerset says the murders are like forced attrition. Um, so... I don't know what that means. Attrition means when you're like atoning for your sin. Oh, okay. Um, it's, uh, it's the act or process of gradually reducing, uh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Um, Christian theology, sorrow, but not contrition for sin. Okay. Um. You fucking religious people. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it means. So Mill shows Somerset the photo of Ghoul's wife with the blood glasses that I mentioned yes. earlier. And Mill says he put her in a safe house um, because maybe she's at risk of having seen something. Um, if you see something, say something. And Mill says maybe she hasn't seen anything yet, but that's the only clue to focus on. Right. So they both go and see Mrs. Gould and they show her the crime scene photos. Um, Are you and, allowed to show somebody crime yeah. scene? Okay. And... Of his office, and they ask if she notices anything strange or out of place. Mm -hmm. And she says the one painting in his office is upside down. Um, and so they go and they check out this painting in the crime scene, and they have to, you know, it's one of, it's a nice framed painting. It's huge. It's huge, but it's like, you know, when you have nice framed paintings, they have paper on the back yeah. that you have to cut through to get to the frame. Um, uh, I want to tell you something. Okay. Red Dragon ruined paintings for me. Why? Because you know you can just eat them now? Yeah, I didn't know paintings were edible. How long have you been sitting on this very lame joke? It's not... I wasn't sitting... It just came to my head because I'm very funny. Um, it just made me wish that I could also go into a cool uh, part of the museum and touch things with those gloves. Oh, the white gloves? Yeah. I mean, you can if you bring your own gloves. Anyway, so uh, they open up the paper part of the painting and the back yeah the backing of the painting and we find that they see there are all these fingerprints behind it um and it's written in help me 
um, and it's written in handprints, and it's not the victim's fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So now it's Thursday. Which is a good day because it's one day before the weekend starts. TGIH? No. There's no H. It doesn't start with H. No, TGIT. Yeah. Tigit. 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 They get a match on the fingerprints, and it's a man who goes by the name of Victor, but mm-hmm. his real name is Theodore Allen. And he has a long history of mental illness and assault and other misdemeanors. Um, misdemeanors, and- not ween or what <laughs> sorry from brooklyn 99 oh no mr Me- no mr meaners wieners. yeah um totally off topic but that's hilarious so they don't think that this is the right guy yeah. who's been committing the crimes because they say our killer seems to have more purpose but the swat team's all the way already on their way um so they get to the apartment of theodore allen and they burst through and it's tim allen oh <laughs> <laughs> And one of the SWAT guys uh, says, SWAT goes before dicks to the detectives. Yeah. And I thought that was funny. I like calling detectives dicks. I also like calling everybody dicks. Yeah. So there's like a gajillion air fresheners Mm -hmm. hanging from the ceiling. And they find Theodore and tell him to get up. Yeah. But baby, it looks like he's dead. Dude, he is fucking Skeletor. But he's not dead. No, he, he so like... So he's strapped to the bed, yeah. right? And he's got a missing hand, and he's got all of these bed sores. Yeah. He's been there for a while. sloth is written on the wall behind his head. Yeah. And they find a box with photos in it, and it shows his decay and his demise starting a year ago. Yeah. Um, and there's even blood, urine, and stool samples set aside for them. And... And the SWAT guy is looking really close at his body and goes, he got what he deserves. And, and the guy coughs in cough, his face. Yeah. It's gross. It is. Um, what, do we find out what he did? So, not yet. Okay. Um, so, they, they get him to the hospital. Um, but as they're leaving the apartment, there's a photographer who's coming up the stairs trying to get pictures. And Mills hits his camera and chases him out of the building, yelling at him. Um, So at the hospital, the doctor says that the, that, that Theodore Allen has been pumped full of drugs, including an antibiotic to keep the bed sores from becoming infected. Um, But his brain is mush and he even chewed off his own tongue Oof. a long time ago. And there's, like, zero chance of survival. Yeah. Um, so this is not the guy they would want or are looking for. Yeah. So then we see Somerset at home. And um, Tracy calls him. And she asks him if he would like to go to co- get coffee sometime. And she's basically like, I don't have any friends in the city. So Nerd. So then we get the Friday title card and Tracy and Somerset are at a diner Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, I don't know why I asked you to come, which is like, okay, well, that's kind of rude because he's here. Um, Also, are you trying to fuck Somerset? I would. Um, So Somerset tells Tracy to talk to Mills about how she feels about moving to the city um, because she's not crazy about it. Yeah, she's not apprehensive. She's a... What's a big word I can say? I, I, I think apprehensive is fine. She okay. doesn't love it. Um, so 
she's like she's like oh i don't want to burden him and she seems really distressed and so somerset kind of presses her he's like what's really wrong she's like well i'm pregnant and i hate the city so somerset tells her that he was in a relationship once and his partner got pregnant and once he knew his partner was pregnant he felt a new kind of fear about bringing a child into this world and he told her partner or he told his partner he didn't want her to have it yeah and over the next few weeks i wore her down and like tra- urkel did with uh... i'm wearing her down <laughs> and Tra- tracy's like well i want to have children uh and somerset is like well i'm positive a day i made the right decision but not a day goes by that i don't wish i made a different choice right um and he says, if you're going to abort the baby, don't tell Mills. But if the if she's going to keep the baby, to spoil it every chance she gets. Yeah. And then um, his beeper goes off. So he goes, he's back at the precinct, and they've got the seven deadly sins listed on a chalkboard. And Mills and Somerset are talking about Theodore Allen. And he had an envelope of cash or the landlord said there was always an envelope of cash on his desk and he never had any complaints about him. Yeah, so his his rent was getting paid in time, just yeah. so there was no questions asked. Yeah. Um, but do you think all those air fresheners really mask that no. smell? Because that... No. I've never smelled a decaying corpse, but I've smelled... I've, I've smelled some wounds in my line of work and it, all those air fresheners wouldn't make a difference. Because yeah, it would just be a thick layer of air freshener yeah. on top of the smell. Like, yeah. it's not getting rid of it. Yeah, I've never smelled anything decaying, but I've smelled, like, our dog's breath that has decaying teeth. <laughs> and that is Raunch City. So, um... She has, like, three teeth in there. <laughs> I th- do you think they're going to remove them? Yeah. Okay. So, um... Mills is like, the killer's a lunatic, and Somerset's like, that's pretty dismissive. He's very methodical, he's exacting, and he's patient. Yeah. Um, so they go to a pizza place. Hell yeah, I love pizza. And they meet a guy who tells them it's a big risk to meet there, but then he says, about an hour, and they give him some cash. Yeah. So somerset tells mills that the guy they just met is someone from the fbi and he has access to a database of track library books like and so he says anytime someone checks out a certain book mind comp helter skelter etc it gets tracked and you're get you're getting tracked on this database by the fbi speaking of mind comp we yeah. just what you just watched american history x for the first time yeah good movie yeah and honestly Edward Norton's character should have died. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen American History X. Oops. It's it's literally 20-some years old. Yeah. Why'd you make me feel bad about it then? <laughs> Wait, why should Edward Norton's character... Because he was bad to the bone. He started it all. Okay. Should have gotten it instead of our little boy, <laughs> Eddie Furlong. <laughs> Poor kid. Never stood a chance. That's what happens when you play the Nazi game. Man. Yeah. So awful, anyway. awful people. Yeah. So the contact comes back in. Now they're in a barber shop. I don't know what the fuck. And he hands Somerset. I a- think they're just showing you everything that's in this city. You got pizza. You got a diner. Diners. You got a barber shop. You got a police precinct. What What more do you need? Right. So they um he hands the guy hands Somerset an envelope and they get in their car and they're checking out this dot matrix printout. Fuck yeah, they are. And 
the name of the person who checked out the books that they're interested in is named John Doe. Yes. Which is what they call people who don't have names. ID, like name or like an ID identification. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like that's a pretty well known thing. But thanks for explaining it. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't mansplaining it. I was cam-splaining it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they get to an apartment building and they knock on a door. No one answers. Um, and they look and they see someone coming up the stairwell with groceries. Yeah. And they're headed their way. Um, and the man sees them. And, and bolts. He not only bolts, but he shoots at That's them. That's right. Yes, he shoots at he them. He shoots at them and then runs off. And Mills and Somerset kind of split off to try and catch him. And, uh, the, they're, they end up, outside. Mills pers- yeah. ends up pursuing the guy outside, but it's basically like two steps behind him at yeah. every turn. And, uh, John Doe gets outside and down a fire escape and he causes several car crashes. Oh yeah. And, uh, Mills follows him, but he lands in some garbage mm-hmm. in the wet, wet garbage. Ugh. Um, Wet city garbage. You know someone has pooped on that. So Somerset gets outside and he notices the chaos. So he follows, um, or Mills is following John Doe down an alley and and sees him hiding by a truck. But he doesn't notice uh, that John Doe has gotten to the top of the truck. Yeah. And uh, knocks the gun out of Mills' hands. So Joe, Joe, John Doe. (laughs) Jumps down on the truck and puts a gun to Mills's head, mm-hmm. and Somerset arrives just as John Doe disappears, and the rain picks up, and their clothes are basically glued to their bodies yeah. now. Um, so they get back to the apartment building, and Mills wants to go into the apartment, but Somerset won't let him because they don't have a warrant without a warrant. And Mills is like, "Oh, fine," but then he turns around mm-hmm. and kicks the door in. Um, and Somerset calls him stupid. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, obviously you need a warrant to go in places, but they have that wall of, that, they're protected. Yeah, the, the wall, the blue wall <laughs> yeah, of silence they're, or whatever. they're protected. Um, so, and then Mills asks, uh, how much money they have left. And we see them go outside, um, and, or sorry, we don't see we see them back outside but they have they paid a homeless person to tell the cop that um there was a murderer attacking mills that they saw it um so they get the warrant to go into the apartment yeah and there's a big red neon when they go into the apartment there's a big red neon cross on the wall over a very uncomfortable looking twin bed um i don't know man i slept on a twin bed for a long time i didn't say it was uncomfortable because it was a twin bed i said it was an uncomfortable looking twin bed um so there's a lot of deadbolts on the door there's a lot of medication yeah there's the same spaghetti sauce from the glutton murder there's a hand in formaldehyde which is obviously the the guy who is in the theater allen's hand and there's a there's a receipt from wild bill's leather shop yes so um, they find a dark room that he has with photos of the murders and this library of journals. Um, and they find that the they in the dark room, Mills finds the photo taken by the photographer in the stairs. And Mills puts two and two together. Yeah. 
um, and realizes they had him. Yeah, but he's they like, didn't, son of a bitch. But they didn't know it was him, so, no. like, really... But you gotta be pretty brazen to, like, put yourself back to the crime scene. Oh, where yeah. The, where the cop... Like, this guy knows what the hell he's doing. Oh, for sure. So, Somerset shows Mills the hundreds of journals that are filled cover to cover, um, and uh, a phone starts to ring in the house. So, Mills answers it, and it's John Doe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I really admire you. Uh, I don't know how you found me, but I'll be readjusting my schedule in light of today's setback. And he's like, I'm sorry I hurt you. I don't want to ruin any surprises. So he hangs up. Yeah. Um, so they're going through the evidence and they look at a, fo- a photo of a blonde woman that they can't identify. Mm-hmm. And Somerset's like, she's probably a pro, meaning a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I just had this thought. Go ahead. When they say pro, is that supposed to be shoot short for prostitute? Or is it supposed to be short for, like... Pro uh, pro in, the, like, the sex game? Like, I always thought it... I just realized that it could be short for prostitute. I did, too, when, I when thought, you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought it was, like, she's a pro. Like, she's a working girl. Yeah. Um, but you just think it might be short for prostitute. I don't know. I never really thought about it. Um, It could be both. Yeah. Like, maybe. I don't know. So, like when they call people perps, perpetrator, yeah. like, or yeah. the vic, the victim, they just love shortening things. Well, you know, when you're going, <laughs> so. you gotta have that monosyllabic, uh, yeah. So it's Saturday, it's Saturday now. Um, we see Mills and Somerset at the leather shop, yes. And they, the guy says he remembers a John Doe, um, and he assumed he was a performance artist, yeah. Um, and they get a message from the other from other cops that they found the blonde, mm-hmm. and they go to a bordello with very loud music. Yeah, and they there's the word lust written on a door. Hell yeah! And there's a dead woman on the bed and a man in a bed sheet, full on panicking, yeah. full on having a freak out. So they take the man back to the precinct and they're interviewing him. And they're also interviewing the owner of the bordello. Yeah. And the man from the room was wearing a strap-on with a knife mm. instead of a dildo yeah. or a strap. And So he, he rode this lady hard the, and put her well, away wet. He said that John Doe... Oh, you just totally missed that joke. Yeah, I thought it was rude because <laughs> I hate this. John Doe had a gun and he made the guy put the strap on and he put the gun in his mouth and yeah. made him... Yeah, it's have disgusting. Have sex with her. Um, yeah, could you imagine, like, being forced to do that? Because he's, all the while he's in this police station or whatever, he's like, he, he's like, he made me do it. Like, yeah, he's, obviously he's, this guy didn't want to do this. His life is fully ruined. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Or at least just sex in general is ruined for him. Yeah. So Somerset and Mills are at a bar and they're talking and Somerset says that he can't continue to live in a place that embraces and nurtures apathy as a solution and a virtue. Yeah. And Mills says that people who are bad are mentally ill. And it's like, and Somerset says, no, it's everyday people who steal and hurt other people. And Mills is like, you can't be so naive. Um, Watch me. And he's like, you're only saying these things because you're quitting and not because you actually believe them. Yeah. And he goes home. 911, or sorry, Sunday. we get They get a 911 dispatch call and it's John Doe. And he says, I've gone and done it again. 
And there's... So, go ahead. Sorry, what... So we're at four sins now? Uh, gluttony... This will be the fifth. Gluttony, greed, sloth, and pride. Or lust. Lust. So yeah, we're at yeah. four... This will be the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they go to another apartment and it's a woman dead in her bed with the word pride written on the Mm -hmm. wall behind her. She has sleeping pills and a telephone glued in each of her hands and her face has been cut up and rebandaged and her nose is cut off. Yeah. So at the precinct somerset tells mills he's going to stay on the case doesn't he say cut off her nose to spider face i don't does he say that i think he does or i was just thinking it um somerset maybe maybe i was just thinking of the office maybe (laughs) cut off her nose to spider face um somerset tells mills he's gonna stay on the case until it's over and mills is like don't do me any favors uh, I would love if he just called him dad by accident. Yeah. <laughs> when John Doe walks into the precinct. And he yells, detective! Yeah. And he's covered in blood and his fingertips are all bandaged. Yeah. And he gets arrested and he immediately asks for a lawyer. Yeah. So he's in the d- interrogation room and they find out that he cut off the tips of his fingers to disfigure them mm-hmm. and they can't trace anything back more than five years. Yeah. Um, all they know is that he's independently wealthy, highly educated and bananas. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I found that so funny. Um, and Mills and Somerset are like, I don't know why he turned himself in. Why would he stop? He's two away from his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a reason why he turned himself in. Uh, so John Doe's lawyer is like, hey, uh, he's got two bodies hidden away. And he'll only show Detective Mills in Somerset at 6 p.m. Where he has the bodies as he admires both of them. And Mills is like, something stinks. Um, and we just put her hands on her <laughs> waist like she's a little stinker. <laughs> <laughs> and the captain's like, we don't make deals here. And the lawyer, who is my guy, uh, Toby Ziegler from the West Wing, is like, if his deal's not accepted, he'll just plead insanity yeah. across the board. But if his deal is accepted, he'll write a full confession and sign it right now. And the district attorney says the blood on John Doe's fingers were his um, and the woman's whose face he sliced. Mm-hmm. And there's a third party on his fingers that they can't identify so they agree to the deal yeah because they're like we got to find this third party and we get a nice shot of mills and somerset shaving their chests together so they can put wires on themselves um and they get their bulletproof vests and their wires and they check their guns and (laughs) (laughs) and they (laughs) Sorry, that was that was funny for some reason. <laughs> and they get in the car with Mill or with John Doe. Um, and Somerset asks John Doe who he who he really is. And John Doe's like, it doesn't matter who I am. I mean absolutely nothing. And John Doe says, People have to listen to you when you hit them with a the sledgehammer. Do we mention John Doe is Kevin Spacey? No. Yeah, it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um and Mills is like, why should we listen to you? And John's, John Doe's like, well, my work is important. And Mills says, when it says when it's over in two months, no one will remember or give a shit about you. 
And John Doe says, people will barely be able to comprehend, but they won't be able to deny. And it's like, all right. You know what? That's enough. You poetic bitch. Shut up. <laughs> so Mills is like, do you know that you're insane? And John Doe says, it's more comfortable for people to label me insane. But I didn't choose this. I was chosen. Um, and Somerset, who's just been kind of driving this whole time, is like, I don't doubt you believe that. But it seems as you're overlooking a glaring contradiction. If you were chosen by a higher power and his hand was forced... It would seem strange that he'd get such an enjoyment out of it. And he, as he enjoyed, it seems he enjoyed yeah. torturing those people. Um, and John Doe says, I doubt I enjoyed it any more than Mills would enjoy being alone in a room alone with me with no windows. There's nothing wrong with a man taking pleasure in his own work. And all he did was turn each sin against the sinner. Uh, he says there was the obese man, the lawyer who dedicated his life to making money and lying. A woman so ugly on the inside that she couldn't go on living if she couldn't be beautiful on the outside. A drug dealing pederast and a disease spreading whore. Um, which yeah. <laughs> is like, oh, okay. Um, woof. Uh, so John Doe says Mills should be thanking him as he'll be remembered after this. And the only reason he's there right now is that John Doe wanted him to be. Um, and they kind of argue back and forth at, until Mills tells him to shut up. And he says, you're just a movie of the week, not a messiah. Yeah. So there's um, they're driving and this is I should say this is the only part of the movie where it's not raining. It's full on sunny. They're in like they're driving down like a fucking rural area. Yeah. And they get to like this like it looks like a a trailer. Yeah. But it's a trailer. But it's also like a desert wasteland. Almost. Yeah. It's like they go from being in an inner city yeah. to a desert wasteland. And, and that's how you know that this is like an anywhere USA yeah. type place because there's no desert like no rural places like that. Yeah. Outside. At it least looks... like New York or something. So. Um, I mean there could. I don't know. So they uh, there's a SWAT team in a helicopter. Following them. Following them as well. So they pull off and they pull down a. A, a trail to like the middle of a uh well, i guess the desert yeah it's middle of the desert and they get him out of the car and there's a dead dog on the side of the yeah. road and john doe just goes i didn't do that um, which is kind of funny yeah. but i don't like dead dogs but um um so they're standing out there and it's almost six o'clock and you see this van coming down the road yeah, um, well, he it, starts leading them kind of into a field. That's what I was. That's what I said. They're in a field, and um, they see this van coming down at a high rate of yeah. speed. And um, Somerset yells at John Doe to get on his knees, um, and he goes after the van. And John Doe says, "It's good we have some time to talk to Mills." And Somerset points a gun at the van driver. And tells him to get out. And he, the guy says, I'm just delivering a package to Detective David Mills. Um, he's like, uh, you know, he paid me 500 I was paid $500 to deliver the box here by 7 p.m. And he takes the box out. And Somerset frisks the guy and he lets him go out on foot. And this guy is fucking booking it. Yeah. Like, he's running like he's never run before. Oh, without his van. Yeah. 
Um, so the Som- Somerset tells like the SWAT team to pick up the driver. Um, and they call for a bomb squad, yeah. but Somerset's like, I don't know what to do. And kind of just decides like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And he opens up the box yeah. and he kind of jumps back. Yeah. And he looks back at John at, at Mills and John Doe and they're having like a conversation. Yeah. Um, he says, he tells SWAT to, to stay away from them and John Doe has the upper hand. Or however he does it. Oh, that was a... That was, oh, I got, I got shivers yeah, and goosebumps. Yeah, goose pimples. Is Morgan Freeman on this podcast? You better believe it. So Somerset comes running to Mills and he's yelling at him to toss his gun away. Yeah. Um, and Doe is saying how much he admires Tracy and Mills' relationship and how disturbing it is to get relationship... Or how disturbing it is to get relationship from the police precinct. Oh, I think how disturbing it is to get information from the police precinct. And he said, I visited your home today and I tried to play husband and assume your life, but it didn't work out. So I took a souvenir, her pretty head. And Somerset comes over and tells Mills to throw his gun down and uh, he throws his gun down. Yeah. And Mills is like, what, what's in that box? What's in the box? And, <laughs> and uh, Somerset is like, Mil- Somerset tells him, Joe wants you to shoot him. Yeah. Um, and says he's, he's, and Mills says he is envy and tells him to be, or sorry, John Doe says he's envy. Yeah. And tells Mills to become wrath. Yeah. Um, thus, thus completing the seven sins. Uh, so Doe says she begged for her life and the life of the baby inside of her. Which he didn't know was... And so Somerset slaps John Doe. Yeah. And John Doe goes, oh, he didn't know. And Somerset puts his hands on his hips and looks up at the sky like, come on, I'm 12 hours from retiring. Yeah. Um, and Somerset tells Mills to give him the gun. Yeah. And he says, if you kill him, he will win. And And you think he's not going to. Right. But... He sees a flash of his face of her face, yeah. of Tracy's face. And John Doe closes his eyes and Mills shoots him. And the SWAT team freaks out up in their helicopter and Mills shoots him five more times. Yeah. Um So we see Mills in the back of a cop car and the captain and Somerset are watching him from outside the cop car. And the captain says, we'll take care of him. And Somerset says, whatever he needs. And the captain says, where will you be? And Somerset says, around. I'll be around. Yeah. And Somerset's voiceover at the end is, Ernest Hemingway once wrote, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. And that's it. That's it. That's seven. That's seven. What an ending. What an ending indeed. Um, before we talk about any further. Um, okay. When I worked at my first, the first video store I worked at back in 2000, mm-hmm. um, we had hanging from the ceiling a box. Okay. So, okay. So when you would get movies to rent out, sometimes they came with like promotion promotional materials. Yeah. And sometimes it's like posters or sometimes it's standees. But this one 
it was already assembled before I started working there because obviously it came out before I started working there. Yes, yeah, the movie came out but in it 1995. Was, it was the box, oh. and it had this hair glued on the inside that was kind of coming out and it had blood on it Ew. it was really cool and i wanted to take it when they closed like yeah. when they got bought out but i don't know what happened to it but it was so cool because it was like a shipping box with the bloody hair coming out of it that is really cool i would have liked to see that but yeah. i'm sure you can find one on ebay or something but it was in good shape too for yeah. being like five years old yeah yeah, you started working there when what you were fifteen, yeah. and this came out when you were ten. So yeah. no, I was 11, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, how do you feel like this movie held up since you saw it last? I haven't seen it probably since working at that video store. So uh, yeah, it was fine. I really enjoy it. Um, it didn't crawl like i thought it was gonna it's not a super long movie but it's not like a short movie yeah and it had a good pace to it i like it a lot i just i don't like kevin spacey yeah but I the mean, fact that he plays such a horrible person in this it's okay yeah you know what i mean like you still get kind of like that vibe like ugh. yeah but i liked it a lot i really i really do enjoy this movie what about you yeah i i really enjoyed it as well um we have it on blu-ray somewhere yeah we do but um, we watched this on uh like hbo or we watched it on something um but i um i really enjoyed it it held up it was um it was a it was a enjoyable however long it was you Mm -hmm. know it's got a good pace to it a good clip Um, i like david fincher yeah i don't i don't mind him at all um i like this movie i like zodiac so the X long. I know. I, I have to watch that again. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, it's long. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I picked it. I'm glad we watched it. So you'd watch it again? Yeah, I'd watch it again. Yeah, me too. Um, do you have any facts about it or anything, or like notes? No. We already touched on those in the. Beginning. I already touched on those. Do you have any facts or any notes? Uh, no, just about the fact that I wish I took that. Pr- uh promotional box yeah that sounds really cool but what are you gonna do um but yeah so that i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be back too and what are we wh- what are we giving the kids next time in two weeks yeah uh we're doing mandy Ooh. from 2018 that's a doozy of a movie. yeah um at the time of recording this we only watched half of it so far yeah so we'll see <laughs> i hope we see nick cage's hog well we already saw one hog yeah yeah so little cherry on top uh. <laughs> um so yeah where can they find us em uh we are horrifiedpodcast.com it's got all our deets how to listen which you probably don't need if you're listening to this but <laughs> how to contact us uh we have a merch link merch on there link uh if you can rate and review us that'd be great yep and you can now you can now rate on spotify yes um we're on there and yeah that's it excited to uh crank out some more stuff for you guys she Uh, loves cranking it oh all right (laughs) on that note (laughs) all right guys we'll see you in two weeks with mandy bye bye